Do you want to grow more in love with Jesus? How about growing more in love with yourself? If so, then this is the podcast for you. Join your host, Caitlin Ryan, on Grasping Grace as we navigate conversations that allow you to grow deeper in intimacy with Jesus while growing in love with who He has called you to be. Grab your coffee, grab your Bible, and let's get into this week's episode. What's up? What's up? What's up, everyone? Welcome to Grasping Grace Podcast. For those of you who are new here, my name is Caitlin Ryan, and I am your host. So thank you so much for joining this week's episode. I feel like every time I record an episode, I have to just like take a deep breath before I get into it because I'm like, okay, this one's going to be heavy. <laughs> I obviously feel like that every episode I record, but then I'm like, oh God, this just keeps getting heavier and heavier. I have found in this a lot of actually healing for myself in the midst of me preparing for this thing. So I really think that you guys are going to enjoy this episode. So if you do, make sure that you like, subscribe, uh, whatever the option is for you to do. And whatever platform you're watching this from, make sure that you like, subscribe, follow, so that way you can stay tuned to other incoming episodes. But back to this one. (laughs) So on this week's episode, we're going to talk about tackling extreme loneliness and grasping a hold of grace in the midst of this heaviness and this loneliness. Um, Just to be real with you guys, this is something that I have been going through this week. And again, I'm not going to talk to you about anything that I don't know about. And so I'm bringing you real feelings (laughs) and real moments for me (laughs) that have happened for me this week. But I think it's important to be able to talk about this because it is a very real thing. It's a very real feeling that we feel. It's important to differentiate between loneliness and being alone like they are two totally different things loneliness is talking about the feeling of being isolated it's being cut off from people um it's a feeling of emptiness it 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 comes with moments of isolation and being alone is just not being physically near someone But in all reality, it is absolutely possible to be both lonely and alone. But it isn't necessary at all to be both at the same time. What what do I mean in that? You can be alone and not experience the feeling of loneliness. And just the opposite of that, you can be in a room full of people and experience extreme loneliness. And sometimes being in a room full of people can often make loneliness more apparent. Like it's sometimes it becomes very suffocating. And there are times when for me, it could feel like it's too much. But I also feel like I need to add a disclaimer here. Please know that you should not seek 
after loneliness. God can sometimes call you to be alone, but loneliness is not your portion. You are not called to a life of emptiness and disconnect. If that were so, God would have never created Eve for Adam. Jesus would have never had the 12 disciples and etc. on and on and on. We were created for relationships. First with God and then with each other. So I just feel like I need to add that disclaimer in there. (laughs) Just in case. Now I will say this. There is something beautiful about getting alone with God. Like this is something that allows you to be able to deepen your relationship with the Lord. I mean, getting alone with the Lord should be a part of your everyday life. It should be a part of something that you desire daily is to go and get into the secret place with the Lord and spend time with him. Get to know him more. Getting alone with him prepares you to fully live out your life and your relationships with other people. Like this is all preparation. Not only are you growing in deeper intimacy with Jesus, but you're improving your way of relationship with other people because you're stewarding this one thing in the secret. Like there is so much beautiful fruit that comes from getting alone with the Lord. But you have to know that if you get into places of loneliness and it becomes extreme, that feeling isolated, it can become so harmful. When you start to feel like that, it lessens your ability to be able to relate to others because you are so focused on yourself, right, and not other people. Loneliness, while I I need you to know that I recognize that it is a very real thing. And when you're going through that, those moments, you should absolutely recognize it and let your people know. Let people know. Let your leadership know. Let your friends know, hey, I am going through this. But loneliness is not chosen. Loneliness finds you. There are memories that stick out so strongly to me in this. And I can remember moments of when I was in ministry school And before we got started, like before the school started, we would have these gatherings. My roommate and I, we would host these worship nights at our apartment and there would be like 20 people piled in there. And I would look around and I'd be like, oh my gosh, these are my people. I'm so excited. Look at them. I love them. It's so great. And outside of that, I would begin to see relationships being formed within the the group of people that we would bring together. And it was such a beautiful thing. Like, I'm not sharing this from a place of bitterness, but I want you guys to know what I walked through. Um, I would start to see communities and friendships being formed within the gatherings that were being hosted. And I would not be included in that. (laughs) 
God, that sounds awful. It sounds pitiful. I'm really not trying to be pitiful. But I would not be included in those communities. And there were very real moments for me where I would walk around the school with this new realization of how much I wanted to have that sense of community at that point. It was very real moments for me where I would see all of these people and within their friendships that they have created at the school, going and doing all of these things and eating together. And my heart just longed for a tribe. Like I was 2,000 miles away from everyone that I had known. I had never been that far away from home. And I would put together these things to be able to connect with people. And I would see connection happening outside of that. And it was this extreme loneliness that took place right in the midst of that. And you could see how quickly it happens. And within that, if it's not recognized, it becomes this downward spiral. And for me, in that time of ministry school, I did not recognize that then. I'm like, I'm at this ministry school. I'm in love with the Lord. I should not be experiencing this. And I would just push it off to the side or I would tuck it away because I am a tucker of my feelings. I have done that for all of my life. (laughs) And it is super unhealthy and praise the lamb that he is working on my behalf (laughs) in that. But it would just be one of those moments where I would just tuck it down and go, you know what? No, I'm just not going to deal with that. Just tagging on another disclaimer right here. If you are one of those people that uh, tucks your feelings away, please don't do that. (laughs) This is why we are here is to talk about those things. So please recognize your feelings that are very real. And there is a reason why you're feeling them because in that God does something that's beautiful. You know, he works everything out for our good, right? According to his will. So recognizing that loneliness is also recognizing that something is lacking, that you are lacking in an area that needs fulfillment and you cannot be the one to fulfill that. Only Christ can fulfill those areas. This is why so many people turn to drugs, to alcohol, to sex is because they feel like they need to be fulfilled. There's something inside of them that is empty and it needs to be filled when really we cannot be the ones to just temporarily fill our, our, our loneliness or ourselves with these vices. Christ has to be the one to do that. And so when you recognize that, You begin to see the lack, and then you begin to allow him to fulfill you. So that way there can be nothing missing, nothing lacking, nothing broken, and nothing torn apart. Now, you're going to think I'm crazy when I say this, but I'm not. But Jesus himself shows us what I believe is a beautiful way of handling loneliness. Just picture this in your mind with me. 
He was betrayed by Judas. He was denied by Peter. And the people he loved wanted him dead. And I believe that in those moments, his loneliness was so great that he even asked God, why did you abandon me? Now, please know that this is not a cry of defeat that he did in that moment, but it is a light of hope and an example of how to process loneliness in that moment. See, in that moment, Jesus didn't turn inward. He didn't turn to himself. He didn't tuck away his feelings. But in that moment, he poured out his affection to his father. And he actually used God's word in doing so. So listen to this. Psalms 22. This is the ESV version. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? That was the very words of Jesus that day. Why are you so far from saving me from the words of my groaning? Oh, my God, I cry by day, but you do not answer. And by night, I find no rest. Yet you are holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel. And you, O oh fathers, trusted. They trusted and you delivered them. To you they cried and were rescued, and you they trusted and were not put to shame. What's interesting in this, and it continues on, but what is interesting in this is that in that time when a rabbi or a teacher began to speak a psalm, everyone had to then begin to recite it. So in this moment, on the cross before he dies and he says my god my god why have you forsaken me the people around him then have to recite it they have to recite the words of that psalm and it is something that's so beautiful because he's saying you know i feel like you have forsaken me but yet you are still so good you are the one that is holy and has throned on our praises you are the trusted one you deliver me i cry out to you and you rescue me and i was not put to shame so imagine that all these people who are spitting on jesus and cursing at him and throwing things at him and stabbing him and ripping his clothes and beating him with a whip then have to turn and say these words oh my gosh it is such a beautiful moment that Jesus used as he's pouring his affection on his father and saying, I feel like you have forsaken me, but yet you are so holy. And in this moment, I am lifting up a praise to you and you are enthroned upon it. Mm, mm, mm. This is such a beautiful way to process loneliness in the moment when we are feeling it and it is so extreme and it is so heavy and we know that David was a, a man that was 
up and down all the time. God, why have you forsaken me? Oh, but God, I love you. Oh, but God, why are you? Why is my soul so downcast? Oh, but Jesus, this is why he was the man after God's heart own heart. He went through all of the things and he struggled and he had very real feelings that he would acknowledge and then he would see God working through the process. This is such a beautiful teaching moment that Jesus used. And in our loneliness, we get this very opportunity to go with Jesus to the cross and unite what feels like suffering with him. It's a very intimate moment that we are able to draw close to him and not in despair, but in following by his leading, by following the example that he created for us so that we can know that there is always hope in the midst of darkness and uncertainty. There's always hope that we can hold on to if we just pour out our praise in the midst of our loneliness, if we recognize our loneliness and say, God, I am lacking in this area, but I'm going to pour out my affection to you, and I'm going to watch you redeem this story. Loneliness doesn't last long. Allow yourself to be able to process loneliness and then be fulfilled in Christ. Let me pray with you. Heavenly Father, I thank you for every person listening right now, Jesus. God, I even thank you for the ones that are walking through loneliness right now, where they feel like they have nowhere to turn, God, where they feel like they just don't know what to do, Lord. God, I thank you that your grace is enough that they can come to you and pour out their affection upon you. And you can meet them in the middle of it, God. I even thank you for the example that Jesus showed us. That was such a beautiful way of finding light, of finding hope in the midst of darkness, God. And I just bless each and every listener that's listening right now, Lord God, that you would revive those areas that need to be revived, God, that you would fill all of those areas that feels like there is a lack. God, come in and do what only you can do. We can't find fulfillment in other things, Jesus. We can only find fulfillment in you. So we just give you full permission to do whatever it is that you want to do right now. And Father, if there is somebody listening right now that doesn't know you, God, I pray that right now they would come to know you as a father, that they would repent of their sins, God, and turn away from them. And come to know you so that way they can be a part of this beautiful family of God. And they can realize that they're not in this alone. You don't abandon us. It's not in your nature. And you never will. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's podcast. I pray that it has blessed you. I was really excited about this message, and I know that God is going to do amazing things in you, that you can find hope in the midst of loneliness and despair, and you can know that God has always got His hand on you. Remember to like and subscribe wherever it is that you're listening from, and 
stay tuned for next week's episode. Remember, I love you, stay safe, and stay blessed.